again, everyone, and welcome to another episode on Let's Go Battles with Uche. I am your host, Uche. As usual, to every single person who's been supporting me, who's supported me so far, thank you so much. Truly, truly, I cannot show enough gratitude. Every single one of you, no matter how small, no matter how big, everyone who's been subscribing, sharing, posting, um, commenting, reviewing, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate it. And of course, if you're new to my channel, please make sure to download, subscribe, share with your friends and family. If you're new to my YouTube channel, also make sure to subscribe. And don't forget to hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. The point of this episode is basically to go have like a quick rundown of 2020, of everything that, that has happened in 2020, but specifically in my life. Um, as we all know, 2020 has been a year of challenge. A lot of shit has happened. You know, we got the pandemic going on. I know the pandemic started in 2019 from Wuhan, China, and somehow it just spread all across the planet, you know, and everybody is just feeling some type of impact, you know, be it physically, health wise or even financially, you know, economically or whatnot. I know for sure in America, America had probably still has the highest fatalities and highest infection rate in the world, you know, so it's, it's a hot mess. A lot of people are literally dropping dead left and right a lot of people are losing their jobs losing their source of livelihood and their lives are permanently changed forever you know and to every single person who has been affected by this virus directly or indirectly i feel empathy for you and i pray that you you find some type of reparation and healing from this all like i said it's been a really hot mess all throughout the world and it's it's hitting everybody hard this year has been a really it's been a roller coaster for me and like i said everybody has felt the sting of 2020 every single one of us no matter how big no matter how little i have been on the benefit inside though i have been on the privileged side my life has not been completely turned upside down if anything there's a lot of things that i'm really quite grateful for while people were going through a lot i mean i was going through my own shit too but realistically compared to what a lot of people are going through out there um I'm, it's mine cannot compare so i have a lot of gratitude in my heart of how 2020 turned out you know i lost a few things but to be honest again compared to what everybody else has lost it's it's really nothing so my 2020 experience has been relatively and fairly positive and i genuinely do appreciate that and i feel like i was able to overcome the trials and tribulations of 2020 because of some of the people that were around me some of the people that inspired me motivated me and were there for me through thick and thin and i do want to give a quick shout out to five people five of the most influential people in this year five of the most influential people this year for me disclaimer these are not the only people who were influential in my life this year there i had a lot of people in my life in and out you know some people were short-lived and some people have been in my life for a while and will hopefully continue being in my life and they've all been influential one way or the other these are just the top five people that stood out to me the most that i genuinely appreciated my encounter with them this year the first person on the list is jerry jerry and wendy jerry and wendy i've met them since i was 15 years old since back when i was in high school in california and this man and his wife they've literally been like my parents they've been like he's been a father figure and she's been a mother figure for me and these people they've been with me through thick and thin you know they saw my darkest times in life when i was just drowning in depression low self-esteem anxiety it was just i was just a hot mess hot 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 mess 
And this man and his wife, they saw that. They've seen how I've grown completely into a grown man, you know, how I continue to persevere and just, and they've shown me nothing but love and respect. And I know this for sure because they've proven it to me multiple times, you know. I feel nothing but love and respect from them. I know it's genuine because, again, they've seen my lowest. They've appreciated my lowest. They've, they've, they've supported my lowest. They accept me for literally every single thing I am, every single person I am, my lows, my insecurities, everything that makes me human. They love and respect me. They haven't just said it to me they've also given it to me i know for sure that i'll go to my grave knowing that these people have a special place in my heart and nothing can ever compare you know if this man and his wife were to pass away right now i would literally cry my heart out that's how much these people mean to me i know they give me nothing but uncomparable untainted respect and love and vice versa so those are the first two people the next person is diane i've known diane again since i was also a teenager she was like a mother figure to me this woman has nothing but a big heart. She's been there for me. We've had our differences in the past, but honestly, I feel like those differences have reinforced our relationship and actually made it much stronger. She's truly a keeper. She's truly a ride or die type of person. And I will always appreciate meeting this woman. She's been there for me. She was there with me throughout a lot of my episodes, my mental health episodes. She helped me navigate through the chaos of life as a young man, growing into adulthood. She was there when I was moving to college. Matter of fact, she bought me a lot of things that I, w I moved to college with. She was there with me when I enlisted in the military, you know, and Jaren and Wendy as well, you know, all throughout those years when I was homeless, they were there for me these people stuck with me they saw my lowest they showed me nothing but love nothing but support nothing but respect they have never ever crowded my energy they have never tried to shit on me they have never tried to disrespect me in any type of way they've always and only wanted nothing but the absolute best for me i know for sure i'll go to my grave knowing that diane has a special place in my heart the next person on this list is ryan i've met a few episodes with ryan in the past ryan is a very beautiful hearted man that i met when i was in south africa he's from america this man is just full of intelligence just having a conversation with this man just gives me goosebumps you know and the really strange thing about ryan is i'm a very spiritual person about two months prior to meeting ryan i i prayed i prayed to meet somebody who would shake my world i literally prayed you know i tuned into the universe and i asked to meet somebody i felt like i plateaued if that makes sense i felt like a lot of people that i kept meeting or people were, that were around me were just not inciting me enough they were not motivating me enough and i wanted something different i wanted someone who can incite change growth positivity somebody who can challenge me to grow from within you know and outward and literally in less than two months of making this prayer i bumped into this man and we've been really close friends ever since of course we've had our ups and downs just like every other relationship but we've gotten even much closer this man has inspired me in so many different ways that i can't even begin to imagine um our conversations are always intellectual always very deep and always very meaningful you know and it's never a boring moment even when we're joking you know it's very fluid the relationship is very fluid it's very happy it's not there's no type of awkwardness whatsoever and he's definitely been a huge integral and monumental part of my 2020 and i have him to thank for it ryan is also one of the people who suggested and also inspired me to start a podcast and a youtube channel so i do have him to thank for that and i started this podcast as a way to curb my um my mental health you know it, it became some type of therapy session for me 
So I do appreciate Ryan. Um, and the last person on this list is Chris. I've known Chris for a little over or under a year. He's one of my good friends from the Caribbean. One of the things I like about Chris is his maturity. His level of maturity is just impeccable. He strikes me as a very genuine person, a person who's been through a lot and has gotten to the point of his life where he recognizes a lot of the issues in his life and he's willing to make changes, or at least he acknowledges them. When I'm with Chris, you know, the conversation is very fluid, is very honest, is very heartfelt. It's like heart to heart. And this man has given me nothing but respect and nothing but love, you know. And I genuinely do appreciate meeting him because, you know, his just interacting with him and having certain kinds of conversation with him helped me tap into some of the my deepest, darkest insecurities kind of buried away for a while. And, you know, I, I love the fact that this man saw a lot of my insecurities, saw a lot of my human and didn't judge me for it. He appreciated me. He respected me and he wished the best for me and vice versa. Another thing I do like about Chris is the fact that his energy is very chill. It's, it's not crowded at all. He doesn't suffocate me at all. The man is just very chill. He's being himself. He's very cool. He has a very cool demeanor. He sees through a lot of the bullshit. And so, yes, those are the five most influential people in my life for 2020. Of course, like I said, these are not the only people who were very influential in my life. I met a lot of people who have incited change and motivated me, who have stuck with me, who have learned from, including from the negative experiences that I've also learned from. So, yes, those are the five people I do appreciate. Another thing I do want to talk about is things that I achieved this year. Of course, I started my podcast this year. I think I believe I started it sometime in January or maybe February. But I didn't really start taking it serious till sometime in March, April. So I'm very appreciative and very proud of myself for actually, you know, having the balls to start my podcast, start a YouTube channel from scratch because I didn't have any type of exposure. I didn't have any type of experience. I didn't have any. I didn't know much about podcasts. Of course, I listen to podcasts. I watch YouTube videos, but I just I just didn't know the ins and out. But the beauty about this podcast thing and also the YouTube thing that I'm doing is the fact that it's fueled from passion. This is literally nothing but therapy for me. I come out here to rant as opposed to bottling my emotions up. I'm not here to tell people what to do and I'm not here to act like my life is perfect. That is by no means the point of this podcast. This is literally nothing but therapy for me because there's a lot of thoughts in my head and I'm here to basically challenge people to see what I see and hopefully that they can challenge me as well because again, I may be the one with my head screwed backwards. I feel like I see a lot of the problems in the world and a lot of the issues that we, including myself, we perpetuate and I just want it out. I want it out. I wanted to be a better person. I wanted to grow. I wanted to decide change. I wanted to empower people to think outside the box so that we can try to challenge the norms and hopefully to discover some of our bullshit, you know, overcome some of our bullshit and be better people. That's literally the only reason why I started the po this podcast. It's it's therapy for me and it's worked so far. You know, I've noticed that my mental health has stabilized ever since I've had this podcast. Every time I go through something or maybe there's some type of trigger in my life, I run to my podcast and I record. I like to read a lot and when I read and re research, I write down things and I come to my podcast and I just rant. So I do appreciate having that my podcast is a very monumental milestone in my life this year. Another thing that I did achieve, I at least appreciate this year as well, is the fact that I was employed the entire time. It's really interesting how a lot of us, we don't really sit down to think of some of the most important and essential things in our lives that we don't really we actually just take for granted, you know, and employment is one of them. And of course, with this pandemic thing going on, a lot of people have lost their jobs and their source of livelihood. And I'm very appreciative of the fact that the entire time I was still very much employed. I had a, a source of income and I had a roof over my head and I do appreciate having my own home. And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast episode, how having my own space and having my own home was extremely important to me because the way I grew up, I grew up in a very abusive and toxic environment that I never felt like I fit in. And all I wanted to 
to do was grow up and have my own space and have my own home. And so having my own home amidst all this uh, pandemic crisis and not having to struggle at all and still having my mental health in check, that was nothing but a great accomplishment and a huge milestone for me in 2020. And for that, I'm very, very appreciative. And another thing too that I do appreciate for 2020 is quality relationships that I've had. It wasn't really a lot, but then a lot of those quality relationships were relationships that I've had prior to 2020 that kind of pushed into 2020. I do appreciate every single one of the people that I encountered in my life in 2020 some of which I don't even remember their names, <laughs> some of which I don't remember their names, I don't remember their faces. Amongst all the people that I, I, I encountered this year, a lot of them have definitely taught me a lot, you know, and again, those five people that I mentioned are some of the people that are on my top list. So I do genuinely appreciate those quality relationships, you know, people who inside change in me people who see my vulnerability who see who see my insecurities and they don't judge me they generally do appreciate me and they wish me the best all the same while maneuvering and trying to be the best versions of, the, of themselves and i'm also there and also knowing that i am there to support them because it's an honor having somebody who looks up to me who thinks I am capable of inciting change and growth. The end of it is a two, it's a, it's a two way street. So yes, I do appreciate those quality relationships. Three things that I learned this year, at least three things that I took away from this year is number one, accountability. I learned the very importance of accountability, the extreme importance of accountability. I believe that a lot of what's wrong with the world can be at least reduced, if not completely eradicated, if we were to start holding people accountable. I think if we were to hold people accountable, including ourselves as to how we continuously knowingly or even unknowingly perpetuate our own issues in life the world could be a much better place and i've met a few episodes on how it's extremely important to hold people accountable you know because failure to hold somebody accountable is you co-signing their bullshit you know when somebody says something that sit, that doesn't sit well with your spirit when somebody says does something that doesn't sit well with your spirit you hold them accountable you check them right there and then and vice versa you know you hold yourself accountable both of you learn how to hold each other accountable in a very respectful and a very calm way you turn it into an adult discussion accountability will always seem like an attack when somebody doesn't is not in the, in the headspace to grow where they don't want to grow they don't want to be held accountable and again there's no reason for you to maintain a struggle relationship and you don't want to surround yourself with anybody who does not see the importance of accountability and taking the responsibility for growth so yes accountability is something that i de definitely took away very very importantly in this year you know hold people accountable and hold yourself accountable another thing that i, I took away from this year is perspectives I think one of the issues that we have in this world is the lack of ability to look at things from a totally different perspective. A lot of times this monochromatic perspective is as a result of ecocentrism. We like to think, look at things from one particular perspective, the perspective that suits us well, the perspective that seems most familiar with us. And I think it's extremely important that people start thinking outside the box and looking at things from a totally different perspective. And this is why I think it's important that you have people who are very intelligent and strong-willed and assertive around you so that they can challenge you to see things from a totally different perspective because at the end of the day you could be the one with their ass backward you could be the one who is blind who you could be the one you could be wrong you know or you could be right but perhaps that's just one element of right one perspective of right there could be more than one aspects of right you know so 
I honestly, I, I, I appreciate the fact that I was able to learn the importance of perspective, looking at things from a totally different perspective. And when all things fail, one thing that I do incorporate is neutrality. I like to look at things from a very neutral perspective. You know, when something is presented to me, even at work, in my social life, whatever it is, I try to look at it from a very neutral perspective. This kind of kills off my bias and my insecurities so I can look at it from a very intelligent, very pragmatic, very logical point of view so I can offer a more pro active solution as opposed to a reactive one so perspective is extremely important and and i believe that both accountability and perspectives in order for you as a person to pull it off you have to have strong people strong intelligent people um, around you at all times people who can hold you accountable with love and you can hold accountable with love and you also have to have people who can show you very different perspectives from yourself with love in a very mature fashion without seeming like an attack without making it seem like a big deal so to speak having strong people around you you in your in your circle who can hold you accountable and you can hold accountable and who can challenge you to see things from a totally different perspective and you too you challenge them for to see things from a totally different perspective because that's how you grow and the final thing that i took away in 2020 is quality relationships quality relationships i've been known you know the importance of quality relationship but I've, i'm still trying to maneuver and understand the dynamics of quality relationships but i've talked about that in a few of my other episodes you know like loneliness and family and things like that how a lot of people have struggle relationships there's a lot of struggle relationships you know what i'm saying and we all have somebody in our lives where we have struggle relationships with them you know that this this shit is not that deep and they know that this shit is not that deep or maybe they don't even know that it's not that deep but they're so deluded in their head and they think that this is deep but it's very important to maintain quality relationships and to me quality is somebody who genuinely has your best interests at heart somebody who really genuinely wants you to grow and while they they too are maneuvering to, to grow not the bullshit ass people who go on social media and post pictures and videos of them being happy you know what i'm saying you know those fake ass people that does not prove that you're happy child if you have to go on social media and post pictures and videos of you being happy child you everybody know you full of shit you know what i'm saying you like seriously you don't have to tell people that you're happy you don't have to constantly post videos of you being happy people like myself we see through the bullshit but outside of that quality relationship to me are people who actually do want change they see that they're, they're messed up they see that they have a lot of toxicity they have a lot of brokenness that cannot necessarily be blamed on them perhaps something that they got from their parents perhaps something that they got from horrible relationships perhaps from societal pressure and they're willing to grow and they truly bring quality they really want to grow they really want to be a better person and they're actually being about it you know like these people are actually uh, applying themselves going to therapy reading books podcasts just having intellectual conversations that actually do incite change and growth those are the people that I give my energy to and those are the people I will always ride for and every five one of those people that I mentioned on this list have been like that some of these people have suggested books articles to read have given me lifelong lessons you know I remember when I was in California a few months ago I was taking notes as to some of the things that I need to work on and it was nothing but love you know so yes quality relationships I feel like a lot of people don't have this enough you know a lot of times when when you see people hanging out and, and quality relationships to me is something that you can maintain without alcohol without weed without anything you don't have to have a third person or a third party in order for you to have a, a chill genuine relationship and conversation with people who genuinely incite confidence incite change incite you to be the best version of yourself so quality relationship and i said like i said i'm genuinely appreciative of the fact that i have some quality people in my life five of those people among other groups of people and i feel like i'm going to be elaborating more on this in other episodes i know i've talked about the importance of quality relationships 
relationships before, but I feel like I'm going to keep talking about it until people kind of understand the true importance of quality relationships because there's too much struggle relationships. There's too much fake ass, awkward ass energies out there. And I'm going to be breaking it down in subsequent episodes. Something else that I do want to slide in there is boundaries, the importance of setting boundaries. This is something that a lot of people like myself are going to keep dealing with. As you're growing as a person, at, at least making the conscious decision and conscious effort to be a better person, to be more holistic, you know, um, to grow. Because again, all of us, every single one of us, we can use some healing, okay? Because the trash is full. It's a hot, 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 flaming, freaking mess. Uh, for some of us who have made the conscious decision and have put our backs against the wall to try to grow, it's important to have boundaries. But unfortunately, with these boundaries, you're going to have people who think that they are above your boundaries. You know, these people can be family members. It could be loved ones. It could be friends. It could be acquaintances. It could be just some random people. And a few months ago when I was in New York, I met this young lady who basically explained that to me. You know, these people can be men. They could be women. People who think that they, they are above your rules. They are above whatever it is that you got going on. They overlook it. They think you're full of shit. They don't respect you. They want to come into your life and act like they run it. They want to run their mouth and say whatever and do whatever comes into their heads. You need to learn to set boundaries. And I know I know this for sure because it's something that I struggle with for such a long time. Growing up in a really horrible family, having low self-esteem, I didn't have the assertiveness to set boundaries, you know. So for a while, it was everything goes. I let a lot of people come into my life and say whatever they wanted and do whatever they wanted and, you know, however, whatever. And that was the case. And it was really eating me up, you know, but I've gotten to the point in my life where I realized like, yo, this is my life and I'm going to take charge of it. So when you're going through a path of growth, a path of being a better person, you it's extremely important that you set boundaries. You watch people around you because, again, the, the end goal is growth. And in order for you to get there, you need to surround yourself with quality people, quality interactions, quality relationships, quality vibe, quality bondings. And you're going to have a bunch of raggedy ass people come into your life people who want to take more than they give you know again there's a lot of people who don't contribute to your life at all they don't owe you anything you don't owe them anything but they just come into your life and they just want to act like they can manipulate you they can push you around and they can say whatever it is um they want to and get away with it again a lot of times these people come in forms of lovers in forms of family members and it's extremely important that you put your feet down and basically show them where to sit you know um, part of that is also holding people accountable you know what i'm saying if the relationship is not that beneficial and every time you set boundaries and they try to cross those boundaries and you drag them back to where they need to sit they'll always be irritated it's not written anywhere that you need to maintain a relationship with somebody who does not respect your boundaries because again at the end of the day the ultimate goal is to be a better and healthier holistic human being point blank period both physically mentally and spiritually and if somebody doesn't see that in you they don't respect that they don't acknowledge it and they're not willing to put in the effort or maybe they don't even believe in you they don't need to be in your life you know again once again it's extremely important as you're going through your life as you're going through a self-development as you're maneuvering through this crazy ass word to set boundaries because you're going to meet a lot of people who don't respect boundaries doesn't matter who those, those people are just confidently and calmly remind them where to sit speaking of self-development everybody who knows me on a very personal level knows that i take this very very serious you know some people actually find it annoying but i really don't give a shit because you know it's not about you it's about me at this point you know i'm literally trying to save my life and turn things around 
Um, so one of the books that I read earlier this year basically challenged me to come up with a self-development plan. I've shown it to a few of my close friends and they too have been inspired. So basically it is some type of portfolio that I, I put together, areas of my life that I need to work on, you know, areas such as physical, mental, spiritual, professional, financial, family, friendship, dating that I need to work on. I put down some of the things that are very important to me when it comes to dating compatibility, you know, some of the categories that work for me. I also put together social qualities, you know, qualities that I have, qualities that I need but don't have, and qualities that I have that gotta go. You know, the same thing too, I put down qualities that I want in others, qualities that I don't mind in others, and qualities that are completely unacceptable in, in others, you know. And I also put down a few things, like a few private personal things, like rituals, you know, rituals that I want to be able to incorporate in my life, some vision statements, you know, things that I have to, like a mantra type of thing that I want to be able to say, you know, like recite in my head before I go into, or at least I dive into something that's going to be obviously very challenging or very important in my life, you know. So again, this book that I read definitely inside me and challenged me to want to incorporate some of these things into my life and I was able to come up with a self-development plan I'm gonna be sharing some screenshots on my YouTube channel so if you're listening in my audio podcast I suggest to go to my YouTube to see a visual some type of manuscript some type of outline of what I'm talking about I think it's really neatly put together and I'm gonna be doing this every year there are a few other categories in there I'm gonna be putting some screenshots and of course whoever's listening to me right now you think this is very important to you or this is something that you would like to do you can always email me and you and i we can kind of get together and try to work out something you know help you create a self-development plan for 2021 you know this is like a perfect timing actually so that you too can start challenging yourself to be a better person you know i think it's very holistic i like the way i put it together and if also if you have any suggestion anyone who has any suggestions send me an email or comment down below as to how you think i should or some of the categories you think i should incorporate in it i'm really excited for this i'm really 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 excited everybody close to me like really really close to me that i talk about these kind of things with they can see the excitement in my heart they can see the excitement in my in my eyes when i when i talk about some of the things on this list that i've created i've never done anything like this before in my life and i'm looking forward to doing this incorporating some of these things a lot of these categories are physical mental spiritual relationship family dating financial professional investments you know things that i want to be working on and again all this inspiration came from a book that i read recently that was recommended to me by one of my really friends that lives out here in texas and again these are the kind of friendships and relationships that I'm looking for. People who can be like, hey Uche, I noticed that you like to talk about this. I noticed this. I noticed that, you know, here's a book or here's this, here's that. Read about this and learn about this. These are the people that are frontline to importance in my life. These are the people that I will always shout out for. These are people that I'll go above and beyond for. And I challenge people to have more of these quality relationships because again, I have seen way too many struggle-ass relationships where if both of you are not drinking or smoking, there's no fun which is really sad again there's nothing wrong with smoking there's nothing wrong with there's nothing necessarily wrong with smoking and drinking there's nothing necessarily wrong with talking shit but if that's all you're about and again also another thing to pay attention to some of the conversations we have you have with people if your conversations are always gossip like if the conversations are always derogatory something negative that's not that's that's a toxic ass relationship and that's a struggle relationship you don't want to be with somebody where you feel like you have to talk shit about somebody else in order for you to have a good time with them sometimes yes it's important 
it's, it's okay to talk shit. It's okay to have fun and you know let loose and just clown. I'm I'm a clowner myself. I talk all kinds of shit. I I make fun of myself and I make fun of my friends. You know everybody who knows me knows that. You know, but that's not the shit that I'm about all the time. You know, I'm able to have I'm able to have a deeper intellectual deep conversation with people because i really trying to be a better person i'm i don't think i'm perfect i think i'm very 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 flawed in so many different ways and matter of fact my flaws give me anxiety you know it gives me anxiety because i'm young and i feel like this is the perfect opportunity for me to get my shit together because i'm not trying to wake up at 50 years old and realize like yo i could have done this and i could have done that but i missed the train so i want to make sure i surround myself with people who can incite me who can inspire me who can motivate me to be a better person so i can see what i'm missing right now before it's too late and that's why i'm making this self-development plan and again if this sounds interesting to you and you want to get together to work on this we can we can schedule a zoom or you can send me an email at let's talk with uche at gmail.com that's let's talk with uche at gmail.com or you can hit me up on facebook or instagram at let's talk with uche and I can help you come up with a self-development plan. Like I said, I'm really, really excited about this. I'm really excited to be working and incorporating some of these things into my personal life. I do want to talk about some of the most influential books that I've read this year. I've read a lot of articles. I'm not a huge book reader. I'm not an avid book reader, but I've started p picking up some books lately because I just, I realized a lot of books offer a lot of self-development strategies that are very near and dear to me, you know? So I've started reading more books. Um, I read a lot of articles, like I mentioned in some my previous episodes i read articles almost every day you know at least one or two every week and i have some close friends in my life who always send me links and hey look i think you'll be interested in this article this seems like something that you can benefit from i'm always reading articles and i'm always sharing articles to people who i know can benefit from it or people who enjoy that you know but over over time i started reading books and i do want to share some of the books that i've read that have definitely incited change and growth in my life the first book on the list is love sense love sense is a book that talks about love it's by dr sue johnson I think this book is very, very honest and very heartfelt. Dr. Sue Johnson, she is, um, I think she's a marriage counselor or something like that. And she was talking about the dynamics of love and how we're not so sure of what love is. And we're trying to maneuver and try to understand what love is amidst all the brokennesses that we suffer individually and collectively. And she offers some help, some, she offers some suggestions as to how we can rectify some of our brokenness and find true love. I think the book is very, very deep and very heartfelt. One of the things I took away from this book is the five love languages. She was the first person to thoroughly write love languages in such a way that I was able to actually zone in on a deeper level and actually try to find a piece of myself in that book another thing that i like about that book is how she talked about attachment theories and attachment styles um we all have different attachment styles and this is as a result of how we were raised who raised us where we were raised and things like that and how some of those attachment attachment styles can be problematic in our lives i highly recommend that everybody reads love sense i'm going to put links of each and every one of these books down below love sense by dr sue johnson the next on the list is dead aid dead aid is written by Dambisa Moyo. Dambisa Moyo is of African origin and she lived in the West for a while and she basically did her own independent research as to some of the issues in Africa and offers some realistic and of course subjective perspectives as to how we can change the trajectory of Africa's future. And again, this book, she did give a disclaimer that her opinion may not necessarily be the most popular opinion, but those are her opinion. A lot of times people do research on Africa, but with all the wrong intentions, but she actually 
actually did research on Africa to see what the issues are with Africa in her heart. She did talk about some of the issues in Africa and how we perpetuate them and where they came from and how they're not going away anytime soon unless we wake up and try things differently. And she did give some heartfelt, deep, dope very deep and pragmatic strategies as to what we can do collectively as Africans and also allies to permanently change the trajectory of Africa forever. I love the book a lot. Um, again, one of my really good, good friends suggested that I read this book and I left being very inspired and very motivated. I took a lot of notes actually, some notes that I'm, I'm going to be incorporating into my own personal life. The next book is Five Love Languages. This is by Gary Chapman. Five Love Languages. I literally just bumped into this book while I was looking for another book in Walmart. Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. This is very deep. It explains the five love languages. So basically, the author of this book suggests that every human being is categorized into five different love languages. And he thoroughly broke down each one of those five love languages, you know, so that you can better understand yourself and better understand your partner so that both of you can have a more fulfilling love life. I think he wrote the book for married people who are struggling with their marriage, who are struggling with their relationships, who are struggling with their love. Um, however, I think single people can also benefit from this. I'm currently single right now, and I, I definitely took notes. You know, I was able to tap into some of my own love languages. My love language is quality time. And the book explains why and how people develop their love languages and how they can learn the love language of their spouse, again, to maintain a healthy quality relationship i recommend for everybody to read this book especially in today's day and age where everybody wants love and affection and there's just a lot of struggle connections going on okay because i shoot i peeped that shit there's a lot of struggle relationships a lot of people breaking up left and right a lot of people divorcing left and right if you think your marriage or your relationship is in shambles i highly recommend that you invest your energy in this book the next is a gay man's guide to life. I know a lot of people are going to be, you know, very biased reading this because they think it's about being gay. Yes, it talks about gay men, but the book is literally for anybody. If you're able to put your ego aside and put your bias aside, I, I trust, I promise you and trust me, every single human being, you can take away something from this book. Of course, this is not the only self-development book out there. There's so many different self-development books out there. I find it very intriguing. I find it very helpful. I find it very insightful. I find it very informative. I, I took a lot of notes. One of the things that I like about the book is how he talked about things that make up a person's downfall, so to speak. The first thing is generational trauma. Generational trauma that you got from both of your parents, your mother and your father, whatever it is that was passed down to them by their ancestors. And then the second thing is, the second thing is how your parents raised you, whether they raised you right or didn't raise you right. Basically, their parenting skill is going to affect your psyche, going to affect your attitude, going to affect your perspective in life. The third thing is going to be pressure from society. Society wants you to be a certain way, but that may not necessarily conform to who you are. You know, we live in a society where society tells you this is what a real man is. This is what a real woman is. This is what a, uh, a white person should be. This is what a black person should be. This is what a gay person should be and all that dumb shit, you know. So basically, we're all constantly conflicted in this sense of identity. And lastly, we have our own personal insecurities and bias that drives all this home we have our own shit that we're dealing with internally and we perpetuate unfortunately a lot of those brokenness um in our head we drive it home and we live it out and as a result we we are nothing but a ball of toxicity so he basically talks about all that and i feel like every single person it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight, white or black, immigrant or not. I feel like every single one of us, we can relate and you can definitely take something out of it. Again, you have to take, you know, put your bias and your ego aside in order for you to actually take out the concrete message from this from this book. Again, the title of this book is A Gay Man's Guide to Life.
Another book that I'm currently reading is Views from the Cockpit. I'm still reading this book. I started reading it like about a few days ago because I've had so much going on. The title of the book is Views from the Cockpit by Victory Ross. This is a book that was written by Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross is a singer and also an author. Writing about his life and his interaction with his father. Basically how his relationship with his father started off and how that has affected him as a man. I think the book is so interesting so far. I haven't fully finished reading it and I'm hoping to finish reading it before the New Year's. Um, it's a very heartfelt book. It brought back a lot of memories in my own personal life, my relationship with my own parents and how that has affected me as a human being. You know, it's definitely a trigger for a lot of emotions and I'm really looking forward to finishing it and also giving a quick review. Like I said, so far, it's a very heartfelt book and I could feel the honesty and the hard work that this man has put in. I also do want to give a quick shout out to Ross. Mr. Ross has been following me on Instagram, has been a huge supporter. Thank you very much, Ross. You've patronized me a lot, you know, and I see you. I really do see you. I do appreciate your energy. I appreciate your heart. God bless you for supporting me. God bless you for viewing and sharing my episodes. God bless you for commenting. I really do appreciate you. God bless you so much for all your continued support. I, I You're not going on notice, and I genuinely wish you the best. His Instagram is Ross Victory Official. Ross Victory Official. I'm going to put like a screenshot. So for anybody who's interested in his music or his books, he's a very intelligent man, very handsome too. <laughs> Thank you very much. So please go ahead and follow him. He's shown me nothing but love and support. Thank you very much, brother. I really do appreciate you. I also do want to talk about some podcasts and YouTube channels that I've been following religiously. Some of these people I've been following for years. Some of these people have been nothing but my coach. They've been my coach, my life coaches, my mentors. I have been inspired. This and these people have inspired life out of me y'all pushed me without even realizing i know they don't know i exist but i always tune into these people and they always have something beneficial something deep and meaningful for me these people are literally the parents i never had the siblings i never had the best friends i never had first person is lovely t tv i think her instagram is lovely t 2002 this woman is of nigerian descent she lives in minnesota she's very strong she's very strong-willed she's very intelligent she's very intuitive she's is very logical she sees through the bullshit one of the things i like about lovely t is that she drags everybody if you act a fool she'll drag you doesn't matter if you're black doesn't matter if you're white doesn't matter if you're a man if you're a woman and the reason why i say it is because a lot of women i notice a lot of women are more lenient when a lot of other women act a fool she doesn't care about that or a black person is more lenient when another black person acts a fool she drags everybody she she calls you out for your foolishness you know and she calls out the bullshit that we collectively as the black community perpetuate without even realizing or even deliberately that's one thing i do like about lovely t she is a realist and she definitely has my utmost respect she's been in i've been watching this lady for a long long time since i was in the military and even before you know since i was in college she's definitely given me so much that even my parents were not able able to give me so yes lovely t i'm gonna put like a screenshot of her youtube channel and her instagram page for anybody who's interested lovely t tv the next person is Adela Fayahan. Adela Fayahan is a Nigerian American journalist. I think she lives here in America. Um, I've talked about her before. She basically gives news on Africa, African leaders, African politics, African government, and even African churches. Basically exposing the bullshit that African leaders and African elites puts Africans through. You know, Africans that live on the continent, and also while challenging Africans in the diaspora to use their privilege to, you know, pay attention to some of the issues that are going on in Africa. Adela has definitely bridged the gap between me and Africa, you know, especially in Nigeria, because prior to 
watching Adeola, I really didn't know anything going on in Nigeria. I didn't, I didn't know anything going on in Africa. Everything was so American centralized. But I like the fact that she was able to bring that media, um, the American, the Nigerian media, to consumers like me in America. And the fact that she lives here in America gives her the opportunity and the platform to speak her mind without having to kiss anybody's ass. So yes, I genuinely, I suggest that everybody follow her, um, Adela Fayahon. I'm going to put like screenshots and links down below for anybody who's interested. The next person is Franklin. Franklin is, it's a British Nigerian. Franklin spelled with P-H-R-A-N-K-L-E-E-N. Franklin is a British Nigerian. He lives in the UK. He has this episode series that he does on YouTube. He, he calls it, he's saying it as it is. One thing I love about Franklin is that he is a realist to the core. He doesn't give two shits about what anybody thinks about him. He drags Nigerians for all the bullshit that we perpetrate. You know, he calls out the ignorance that Nigerians perpetrate. He calls out the malarkey and he challenges people to see through the bullshit because we perpetrate our own problems. You know, be it through religion as a result of religion or conforming to tradition or whatever it is. But he basically forces people to see through their own shit i love franklin so much like i don't even know where i would be without this man him and i we have very similar mentality you know and it would be an honor to meet up with him someday when i'm in the uk but or even make an episode with him someday because he speaks the truth and he speaks to my heart i generally do appreciate his energy his passion and his resilience because you know people be trying to drag that man but he don't give two shits he tells him to kick rocks you know what i'm saying but i like i like him he's a realist and i again like i said i hope to meet up with him someday and even record something with him and if i do of course i'm going to post it here and the last person here is quinchoma quinchoma is um, of nigerian descent i think she's she's born and raised in philadelphia she lives there she mainly talks about black american issues she exposes a lot of the bullshit in the black american community especially pertaining to black women as to how black people especially black women perpetrate their own problems how black women settle for less how black women need to set their standards higher and how black women also need to work on their own quality so that they can also deserve better because you can't ask for what you don't give you know Quinchoma is also a realist she keeps it real all the way real one thing that I do like about Quinchoma is the fact that she admits that she doesn't know it all you know she admits that she has her flaws she's she's admitted that she has mental health issues she's maneuvering and navigating through her own life her own personal life insecurities and relationships and things like that and she's also very young you know but the fact that this young woman at her age is going against the grain she'll always have my respect so these are the top four people uh podcasts and youtube channels that i patronize like i said these people have been nothing but inspirational for me they've incited change in me i watch and listen to these people um religiously almost every day literally every week you know for years and i don't know where i would be without any one of these people and i hope to see more content from them of course a lot of what they say is repetitive but one thing that i do appreciate about repetitiveness is it reinforces a lot of the things that you already know you know so that you don't start gaslighting or even second second guessing yourself lastly i do want to talk about movies um some of the top movies that i watched this year is nothing to hide nothing to hide is a netflix movie it's a movie on netflix i think it's french you know basically it's a group of friends that on the surface they all look happy everybody's getting getting along and having a good old funky time until they started to decided to play a game and this game revealed a lot of dark secrets that they all neglected for such a while and it, i personally think it changed the dynamics of their relationships afterwards but again one thing I, one thing i like about this movie is the fact that on the surface every friend was having a good time you know like a normal friend they're all drinking and eating 
until they started playing a game, a game that required them to be raw and real about a whole lot of things and so much so much insecurities and so much dark shit just came out. I like that movie. It's French, but it's an it has English subtitles and English voiceovers. If you like that kind of movie, I highly recommend it. I think it was a really good movie. The next one is The Platform. One of the things I like about The Platform is its depiction of society today, how altruistic society is, how selfish society can be. And basically, I feel like the movie exposed our tristic motive in humans um, and also offers solutions as to how we can con- collectively overcome this if we're all cooperated if we all had a little bit of empathy and also the movie shared how difficult it is to rally people to be more empathetic to be more emotionally intelligent to be less selfish you know because at the end of the day what we really need in this life is love and i know it's easier said than done but i feel like the movie exposed how deep deeply broken society is and how it's going to be very difficult for us collectively to get out of that bullshit you know and we perpetuate our own problems as a society again the name of the movie is the platform i don't really remember where i saw this movie i think it was also netflix another one that i liked this year is is a single man it's a movie about a a single middle-aged gay man who is also i think a teacher a school teacher a man that is very intelligent way beyond his uh, his peers very intelligent highly sought for highly respected in his in academia very intelligent but um he's also battling with loneliness he's his battling with loneliness his battling with self, um, insecurities his battling with uh, depression he's also fighting suicidal ideations one thing that i loved about this movie is how it showed this man that on, on the surface he is basically perfect you know but then underneath it basically exposes some of the challenges that a single middle-aged gay man would go through in society and how that could take a toll on somebody i think it's very informative um again you'd have to be open-minded and emotionally intelligent to get the the message in this movie i think it was very heartfelt and it really spoke to me you know some of the things that we overlook sometimes we overlook people who are much older and some of the things that they struggle with members of the lgbtq community some of the loneliness or sense of ostracization that they they have to go through you know when we when when people say loose words like oh what a fucking faggot or you know oh that's gay in a very obviously negative way those things can truly truly hurt you know so i feel like that movie exposes a lot of that um another movie that i did like is a marriage story I like this movie a lot. I really, 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 really like this movie. Matter of fact, I think this actually might be the best movie of this year that I watched. You know, one thing I like about the movie is it talks about the marriage dynamics in America. Um, Of course, not every marriage ends like this, you know, but it's a marriage that started with love, you know, and a child is being born out of it. And then and unfortunately the love came out of halt and now there's divorce looming in the air you know and it basically talks about how this divorce takes a toll on both partners you know both parties both the man and the woman especially the man and um also the kids as well you know so again the movie is about an american marriage you know that started great but then ended up in divorce um basically how these two partners are navigating the stress of divorce you know i like this a lot because it talks about the dirty nitty-gritty parts of marriage that a lot of people don't stop to to think about or talk about you know it exposes a lot of the the things that go on behind the scenes that a lot of people are not necessarily always honest about you know a lot of times we see all these wedding pictures we see all these you know happy marriages and facebook pictures and instagram pictures of people being happy and having a good old funky time but we don't realize that behind that these are still human beings that have to navigate through their own insecurities their own biases their own struggles their own brokennesses and still try 
try to maintain um, their own livelihoods and still try to create a relationship of love and how that could eventually expire and how it expires and how some people navigate through it. And of course, it's not a movie. This is a TV show. This is a TV show. It's titled Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek is just comedy. <laughs> this is like probably the best comedy show I've seen in 2020. It was the absolute best. I literally watched all six or seven episodes within months, you know, because it was so good. I highly recommend that everybody watch it. Watch it. It, it just I don't I don't want to spoil it, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you on Netflix, go on Netflix or whatever platform you can find it watch that show it is hilarious it is just hilarious it's that show just basically saved my life this year <laughs> this episode is a little too long it's a little longer than i expected but this is the end of today's episode i think i've been able to wrap up 2020 in one hour um this is basically my life in 2020 it was rough for most people but it wasn't that terrible for me and i was able to challenge myself to grow i was able to maintain quality relationships and also keep seeking quality relationships i'm gonna put screenshots of my self-development plan for 2020 and if you're interested in it if it's something that sounds very attractive to you please reach out to me at instagram or facebook at let's talk with uche or you can send me an email at let's talk with uche at gmail.com and i can work with you i can we can schedule a zoom or whatever it is so yes if you're interested in you know coming up if you if you've been inspired with my list and you want to create your own list or you want second opinion or whatever it is you can hit me up not a problem again thank you very much for everybody who's been supporting me if you have any recommendations suggestions please comment down below share your thoughts and opinions and also if you feel the need to challenge me go ahead please send me an email at let's talk with uche at gmail.com like i said my social media handles are let's talk with uche my website is www.letstalkaboutus.org thank you very much for your continued support and i will see you guys in 2021 bye bye